The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, this is episode four of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm Craig Williams. And I'm Sean Thompson. And today we're joined by a very special guest. Um, his name is Corey Martin. If you <laughs> don't know him, recognize him, ever met him before. He's here to promote his new book. He, nice. Yes. Yeah. Coming I, out coming out never. Oh. <laughs> well, look for that to hit bookshelves soon. Uh, no, actually Only ebooks. What? Ebooks? Ebooks. Okay. No Barnes and Noble. Well. Okay. Uh, if you haven't noticed by the, the fun table that we have set up um, and all the fancy things we're wearing, Corey's with us to talk about Mardi Gras. Uh, he is our Beads. he's our resident expert on Mardi Gras. Um, why, is, why is that? Well, I was born and raised in on the West Bank in New Orleans, so I, I pretty much grew up on Bourbon Street without a fake ID. Yeah. yeah. And Sean knows a lot about Mardi Gras, too. Because of green and purple and yellow. Those are the reasons I know. Okay. Yeah. And I, know, I don't know anything about it. I know nothing at all. So, but, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Mardi Gras, specifically at Universal, if I also didn't really get that point across. Well, this is the Universal show, so. It is, but, I mean, yeah. maybe we're branching out. So. <laughs> New Orleans edition. <laughs> New Orleans edition, yeah. New Orleans. <laughs> but, so Mardi Gras started a couple weeks ago on February 8th. And it's running all the way until May 31st. Um, uh, I always find it funny. Yeah. It runs straight through Lent. Yeah. Because Mardi Gras is like the last celebration before Lent begins. Yeah. And you can celebrate straight through Lent at Universal. Yeah. So, and forget Lent. I, I don't know what that means. I'm not Catholic. That means you give so. up something, right? Well, yeah. well that part. Yeah, that's what Mardi Gras is. It's Fat Tuesday. So it's the it's basically your last hurrah okay. before um, you you basically fast through Lent. Lent you, is you, after you give Mardi up Gras. something, and you know usually it's um, you know it start off with like fatty meats and fatty foods. You, mm. So you would just you know indulge the last day on Fat Tuesday because you're preparing yourself for the whole fast. Okay. But nowadays you can give up things like beer and you're giving up candy. Activity, I think. Uh, I've given up sushi. Yeah. Things you like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you can celebrate all all through. So. That that's good information for everyone who didn't know out there. Yeah. So good job. There's um, a meaning behind it. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was just a marketing promotion to get people to come to Universal and see bands and have good old good old cooking and all that good stuff in the parade. But um, we'll start with Mardi Gras at Universal, obviously, and talk about the atmosphere. So I've been there for the past couple of years. Corey, I know you've been going for a lot while, but Sean. This was your first year ever seeing Mardi Gras. Um, what did you think of kind of the general atmosphere? What did you hope that you would have saw that you didn't see? What were you happy to see? Well, I wanted to see part? Robin Thicke, but he's got better things yeah. to do, evidently. Yeah. It was um, his voice. It right? was his voice, yes. Yeah. Not divorce. Um, <laughs> that's mean. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I actually went twice. Uh, we went the first night. It was kind of rainy. And I think you guys gave me the impression that that wasn't normal. It was no. kind of a bad representation of it because it was kind of dreary. Um, it wasn't very crowded. So I, I didn't really count that as my first time. I went the weekend after. Um, and it was a totally different experience. 
Um, there were lots of people there. It was really fun, uh, loud. The band was playing outside, um, which was really cool. Lots of food everywhere. Um, to be honest, it was kind of surprising to me that that wasn't an upcharge because it seemed kind of like a party night at Disney because there was other stuff going on. Yeah. You know, it was there was a special parade. There was a concert that you could see. Oh, and um, that's that's a good thing to mention too. Mardi Gras is included with your park ticket, so even if you you know have a one day ticket only going into Universal Studios, Mardi Gras is still included. So you get to see the parade, you get to see the concert, even if it's a terrible person performing that night, like Cher Lloyd, whenever that happens at the end of May. Um, All of England's going to be upset with you. You know, yeah. and some people come just for the concert. Yeah. I know a lot of people were really upset about Robin Thicke being canceled because a lot of people drove down, even flew down, just yeah. to see him. Well, and I know you were upset that we didn't get to stick around for uh, Daughtry on that first uh, night. You know, it's it would have been nice to see, but it, it was the weather was so bad. I've seen him so many times. I'm not I'm not that much of a fan where I'm just going to stand out in the rain mm-hmm. and be miserable. Yeah. I've seen him before. That's so. a good point. <laughs> uh, so what what are your kind of impressions on Mardi Gras? Compared to the actual Mardi Gras, since you're the only person here who's seen real Mardi Gras, the uh, this is more of a like for me, it's a taste of home. Uh, I just well, this year I am going to the real Mardi Gras. This time next week, we're recording on a Tuesday, so I looked at my watch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we're recording on Tuesday next next week at this time. I will be walking through New Orleans in a walking crew. Um, uh, the Pete Fountain Walking Club. I'll be walking through. So I've been to Mardi Gras. I've been in Mardi Gras. This is a taste of home. There are a lot of similarities between this and the real Mardi Gras. One, specifically the parade. Mm-hmm. These are real floats. These are not just some floats that were just thought up and put together by a bunch of interns in the back. These were designed by Universal and built by a company called Blaine Kern. And this is a this is on the West Bank of, of New Orleans. And we actually used to take field trips there. And in high school and elementary school to go check out the floats being made. So these are real authentic floats. The other thing is the the concerts, not as much. The concerts are a plus, but I like the 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 original musicians that come in, the Zydeco mm-hmm. musicians that come in. That gives that real feel of of being in New Orleans. There's a variety of food. I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit. A variety of food. It gives you that little bit of taste. It's not it's their version. It's their version of uh, <laughs> I get to look at the cameras. Their version of of Louisiana of New Orleans food, but it's not as authentic as I would prefer. So I, I just I like the I like the atmosphere of it. Yeah. The, the parade, the the music, the atmosphere, and it's not Mardi Gras. It's like Mardi Gras. Yeah. Light. It's not Mardi Gras without drinks. Yeah. Mardi Gras light. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, kind of the first thing that you get hit with coming in before you even hit the park is you have. Fat Tuesday and Pat O'Brien's up in City Walk. Whenever you're walking through, you kind of have to go out of your way. But that's where you could almost start your night off. Um, it, both of those originated in New Orleans, correct? Exactly. The You can actually end. I, I would prefer to end my night at Pato's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's smart. That's yeah. smart. Yeah, end it there. Just save the um, – you could drink the regular stuff. Don't bother with voodoo brew whatever they serve there <laughs> that's that just mean? made up stuff oh. that they serve at uh, Mardi Gras at uh, Universal oh, it's okay, just a bunch yeah. of say, save your uh, you get in the specialty I see that. I didn't yeah, know that was the name of it yeah if yeah. this was a real Mardi Gras show these things would be full uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that you can do Mardi Gras wise um, New Orleans wise at uh, Universal there's yeah. Pato's there's Emeralds there's a lot of I mean there's Mardi Gras uh, this whole event there's a lot of stuff there but 
Yep. Pat O'Brien's is definitely a, a plus. It was it was actually um, the original one in New Orleans. That's what this one at Universal is modeled after. Yeah. That one in the French Quarter. Uh, it, it's really fun there. Um, but so you go through City Walk, you walk into Universal Studios. The first thing you kind of encounter is actually a lot more decorations this year. They kind of changed all the lamp posts to have the the green and the yellow and the purple and then they there's have, like jester hats on everything they have yeah. like those cars used car salesmen um they make a joke on family guy i don't know what they're called but they 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 will dance around they're like those big tubes with the <laughs> air going through where they they wiggle around <laughs> the wacky wavy. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they have those up on the buildings and they're like red uh purple and yellow or green purple yeah. and yellow they're the colors of mardi gras so well and then they have a lot of the perfect the parade the uh uh-huh. the parade performers walking around and they're all on stilts well, not all of them. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, a lot of them are on yeah. stilts. So that's an important part of the parade, and we'll get to mm-hmm. that uh, whenever we do hit there. But um, like the first night that we came in, it was raining, and the stilt performers aren't allowed out whenever mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, it's obviously unsafe for them to do that. Uh, but yeah, they're they're all there. Do you see people in costumes, kind of like that, at Mardi Gras? Or oh, is that- oh, everywhere, wearing a lot and not a lot. Oh. I mean, a lot of body paint, but I mean, everybody pretty much dresses up. I mean, you, it's rare that you see people without beads on or some sort of, uh, you know, fun costume. That's that's the fun thing is seeing the different types of extravagant costumes they have, and not so extravagant, minimal costumes. <laughs> yeah, you minimal. Might say. Yeah. <laughs> well, so after you like make your way through them, they pose for pictures. Uh, you can get as many as you want. Half of them aren't even really dressed. Um, <laughs> And that kind of plays into the whole family-friendly attitude of Mardi Gras. They do welcome families, and they try to make it not be about, like, okay, everyone's just going to get drunk here and get wild. Uh, it's it's for everyone, but mm-hmm. you are going to see, you know, girls with their their stomachs exposed. There's lots and, of stomachs. There's lots of cleavage. Yeah. I'll say that. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you see this yeah. at the beach or a water park sure. anyway, so I don't mind it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're fine with it. <laughs> but yeah, I would never I wouldn't say it yeah, was yeah. over the top to the extent yeah. where I'd worry about. Uh-huh. But that 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 is a big part of, you know, this experience here at Universal. Like you said when we went for the first night, it was raining and it's kind of you walk you walking through. It's like, okay, where's all the, you know, where are all the stilt walkers? It, exactly, it's, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a ghost town that mm-hmm. night. But then you make your way all the way to the back in the New York area where they have the um the French Quarter courtyard. And that's where you find all the food. That's where you find the authentic bands straight from New Orleans. And uh, that's where you kind of want to spend all of your time. If you really want to get into the the mood of Mardi Gras before the parade and um, the the concert happen. But uh, the, I mean, that was pretty crowded early on. Like I, pro- I think probably like 4.30 or 5, that started to be popular. People were... Uh, oh, yeah. Get drinks there, just along that street, the oh, courtyard. Yeah. Um, there are decorations everywhere. We mentioned kind of the jester hats on the lights. There's just like beads in the windows. There's like wind chimes everywhere. Um, that's where the stage is set for the band. I think they went on pretty early, like at six. Yeah. I don't know the exact time, but they played fairly early. So it was just a nice party atmosphere even before the yeah. parade would start and everything. Uh, and, and the bands are definitely the biggest draw. Once they go on, you can actually see people just start to migrate uh-huh. towards where they're playing. Uh, the first time we went, we got to see Soul Project which they were okay, I think. 
I didn't, I didn't really prefer them. I didn't feel like I was getting in the Mardi Gras spirit by watching them. But Well, you, you have to really understand that music to really, you know, to feel like, for me, it put me in the mood. Sure. Because, you know, I when I hear Zydeco music with the, you know, the, the accordions and the, you know, the, the washboards, that really puts me in the, in the Mardi Gras spirit. So that, that's why I say that, those musicians, even more than the concert, mm-hmm. put me in the mood and make, take me back. Because I know where they're from. They are from New Orleans. They're not yeah. just somebody in central florida i thought the band we saw was pretty pretty good actually well, it wasn't quite zydeco i don't think because there was no like yeah uh, there was no like washboard or whatever there well, it doesn't have to be washboard oh, okay. to be zydeco. it's just a but style, the style of, of music, music. Yeah. okay more upbeat but it was enjoyable they were having fun well, with it and the only reason i say that is then the next time i went back i got to see a band called rock and jake okay and they were fantastic yeah. like they had the accordion and it just it was really upbeat mm-hmm. it, it was good stuff i don't think they actually had an accordion though i think they were playing it on a keyboard Oh wow! Yeah, one of those fake things. Yeah, but uh, kazoo. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, this is where you're gonna find all the the bars that are set up specifically for Mardi Gras, and they do have stuff like the the Voodoo Brew, which is energy drink that they sell. Yeah, for, it's, it's, well, it's got a little bit of alcohol in it. Uh, it wasn't bad. I tried it just to get the cup, because then after that, each refill of it is like three dollars off and you get way more than you would for a normal drink and that's um, the cup right here yeah that's the cup right there so yeah for those it, of you watching <laughs> it was it was ten dollars for the first one and then after that i think seven dollar refills and you know if you find the right bar in the area they'll they'll make your drink nice and strong and yeah and you don't have to get that signature drink with that cup you can exactly. order just regular um any yeah. kind of mixed drink they have a a semi full bar i mean they yeah. have you know they've got about like maybe six or seven different options sure and there's always beer that can get put in there too and you get about three or four more ounces of beer with that fill than you will with another one but then they have the authentic mardi gras food there um some of the options are the voodoo chicken tenders which are just buffalo chicken strips I'm guessing that's not authentic. You know, New you, Orleans you, you can throw Cajun or Voodoo in front of anything, and I guess it just becomes you <laughs> it's know, the authentic New Orleans, Orleans chili. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what Applebee's? What's the difference between Cajun and Creole? The well, uh, Creole is more of a mix. It's a more uh, it's a mix of of uh, sac- like there, it's it's a mix between Italian, Caribbean, um, French. The Cajun is more of a southern country style of Louisiana, more of the uh, the French Canadian. So mm-hmm. it's those two. Like for jambalaya, for example, there are two different varieties of jambalaya. There's the the Creole version of jambalaya, which is normally the red jambalaya, where there's a lot of tomato in it. Then there's the Cajun jambalaya, which is more of a brown. They don't use tomato in it because it's more south of New Orleans, so they don't use a lot of. What makes tom- it brown? Because no, there's no tomato in it. Just the just the ingredients just makes it look oh, brown. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So what, the one you had the jambalaya at Mardi Gras. It was yellow. It was so yellow. I don't know where. What is that like saffron? Saffron. <laughs> well, I mean, there are different <laughs> colors. I mean, you can you can give you can give twenty people uh, a jambalaya recipe or a gumbo recipe, and I guarantee you, all twenty are going to taste very different and yeah. look very different. Yeah. Huh. There's no. There's just. They're all going to just look different. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, they have uh, other options like uh, shrimp po' boy, which I tried that. I wasn't impressed with it. There was barely any shrimp in the fried shrimp pieces. Uh, andouille sausage, red beans and rice, 
the uh, the universal classic for all their special events, the twisted taters. I love these things. Yeah. The twisted taters. Yeah. They like cut a potato in a spiral and then stick it on a they put it on a big stick. Universal definitely has their standards they use. Yeah. Even for Halloween Horror Nights, they do those. You know, there's pizza, they chicken tenders. There's always gonna be that standard food. Um, but they just from what I go, they throw a uh, a voodoo mm-hmm. name yeah, on a voodoo. Cajun <laughs> Just put voodoo in front of everything. <laughs> so, and like we mentioned, they also have jambalaya, shrimp gumbo. The shrimp gumbo was actually good. Uh-huh. That was one of my favorite things I tried. And then one of the most popular parts, the uh, the actual fresh-made beignets. And then king cake, which I had never tried king cake before. I didn't know what king cake was until Corey explained it to us and. Yeah, it was actually started in the 1800s, and it, they created this to celebrate King's Day. Um, and they would, you know, you, you make this, you make this cake made with um, you know, brioche bread, and it's usually there's a stuffing inside, but the, the more common is just a cinnamon sugar. And you you kind of braid it, roll it, and then you top it with like an icing, and then the Mardi Gras colors on top. And then you put a well. Nowadays they put a baby inside, and the the meaning behind the baby was is that if you got the baby at the party, you would have to throw the next party. Nowadays it's if you get the baby, you buy the next king cake. But before they started doing the little plastic baby, they would use a uh, bean, um, trinkets, or gold. I can almost promise that they didn't have a baby in these at Universal. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's no chance of finding. Well, something. you just don't want you don't like want somebody who doesn't expect a, a plastic baby in okay. their in so their it food. Is a plastic baby. Yeah, I didn't know if it. Was. It represents baby Jesus. <laughs> what would it be? Baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right, we well, don't go there. Weird. Um, but then they also have uh, your authentic henna and palm readings in that whole courtyard. Is area that common well, in regu- in real Mardi Gras? Palm readings. Palm in, readings. Yeah, yeah. And that's I don't henna. I've never. Okay. Not really. You're no, not a fan that of That seems more Moroccan. Yeah. I, I, it's just not for, I mean, people get their, uh, you know, psychics and all that stuff is very yeah. big in New Orleans. Yeah. So voodoo and all that the stuff. The shadow man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then if you don't want to wait for the parade to buy beads or to catch the beads that are thrown, you can always just buy them um, along with a lot of other merchandise, t-shirts. This year they've added a lot of minion merchandise for some reason. Um I'm sure that it's selling really well because everyone loves Despicable Me. But, yeah, you can, you can also buy stuff if that's what you're interested in. But uh, let's move on to the parade because that's kind of the big part of the night. The parade was my favorite thing, for I, sure. Yeah, it the parade is probably up there with my favorite parade of any of the Orlando parks. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else other parades there even are right now. There's none. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's others, but no, <laughs> it's the only parade to see. It is. Um, It'd be great if the Disney parades threw beads. They would. Can you imagine? <laughs> People would probably sue. <laughs> <laughs> they throw a lot of beads from these floats, like it, to the point where I, I was taking photos. So I was in like super, fo- you know, camera mode. So I had my camera pointed out towards the floats, and there were multiple occasions when beads would fly around my lens and just get caught, like just mm-hmm. hanging from my lens. Oh, and it's like they aim for it. Of um, course. And I'm, I mean, I went to it. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, the parade starts in Hollywood, and then it moves all the way down through Hollywood, comes around to Production Central in front of the stage, and mm-hmm. Rip Ride Rocket, and then goes past the Mummy and everything in New York. And before it would just kind of go out right beside Beetlejuice, but now it's looping all the way back around past Transformers and going back out of where it started. And um, 
So there, there should be no issue in ever finding a spot to watch the parade. Any place is really a good area. I know the first time we watched it, we watched it in New York. That was my first time watching it there. Then the next time I went for the parade, it was in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely think that Hollywood's the number one place to watch it. They have more lighting effects than they do in New York. Yeah. Um, the floats seemed like they would come alive at certain parts on that street just because of the lights that they had set up. Um, but New York also wasn't bad. Um, in Hollywood, that's where they have the little jesters area where you can take your kids and sit there and, you know, they won't, they'll be more likely to hand beads to you and kind of toss them lightly. This happens of, during the parade or yeah. throughout the entire night? Just, just during the parade. the parade. No, it's, it's okay. just like a little closed off pen area, oh. like a VIP spot. So if you just stood there the entire night, then you wouldn't see anything. You would just be stuck. All right. Yeah. So the idea is, you know, parents could take their small kids to this little pig pen and then <laughs> leave them. <laughs> leave them. Well, they, they stay there. <laughs> oh, okay. And then as the parade goes by, they'll know not to, like, bombard them with the beads, but just, like, pat them on the head and hand them a bead. <laughs> like the Grinch. <laughs> okay. But uh, so the people who are throwing the beads on the floats, those are actual day guests. And people who get picked, people who sign up. Um, so have you ever... You've been on a float before, right, Corey? Yeah, I've been on them twice. They're, they uh, they give you a set amount of beads. Well, first you, you go in, you line up, you find out. You have to go pick out your costume, usually some silk thing. You just throw over the clothes you're wearing. And then you, uh, you find out what float you're going to be on. You go, and they show you the beads that you have for your parade. It's not unlimited. You just don't have boxes and boxes. You just have these are your beads. Mm-hmm. You have to throw underhanded. Which very, doesn't ve- happen. Very different from New Orleans. Yeah, that's true. We, I throw, saw we throw overhand and we throw bags at a time. Okay. You talk about getting bombarded. Um, these beads are not thrown <laughs> at Mardi Gras. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's it's so much fun that, uh, you know, if you, if you have a chance to do this at Universal, oh, my God. What's but, that process like? Well, I know for annual pass holders, they can get an email mm-hmm. that alerts them whenever, uh, like, hey, there's... There's openings. All you have to do is go sign up. You might not get the one you want. You might not get one at all. But that's one option of getting on. And then I know on really slow days, they'll also go around and just pick people at random. Really? You know, well, okay. that's, that's the only fair way to do it. So it's kind of like with the Macy's Day Parade and uh, in Christmas time, they pick random people to hold the balloons. So they try to get people involved that uh, are just walking around the park, might not know anything about it, but might may make a better day for them but uh the the theme of this year's parade is around the world in 80 days i don't know what the themes were any of the other years um but i know it this year so that's good um <laughs> it's a step forward yeah sean do you want to go over the uh the floats sure yeah so um they all kind of followed this theme or at least i, I guess a, a couple of them did three yeah three, three of, of them, them are the ones that are themed for this uh around the world well, okay kind of but I'll get to kind of okay. I'll, I'll go yeah. through the list and then we can talk about them. Um, so there's the Jester's Float, um, and then there's the Crew of Dionysus flying away, which had kind of like um, blimps on them, which looked really cool. The lighting was really nice on that one. There was one for India. There was one called Break New Ground, which was a train. Uh, China, the Lissa, which was a ship. It looked very similar to the Nautilus. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the Mexico Day of the Dead, which was fantastic. It had kind of like the Dia de los Muertos uh, figures on it with like the sugar skulls. It was really cool. Uh, the Riverboat, um, 
the Preservation Hall Jazz Band, which was really interesting. It had a big Louis Armstrong statue in the front of it, the King and Queen, and then finally the big alligator, which was a huge green uh, float. Yeah. That was really cool. So whenever I went to the media event to learn more about the floats, uh, the first thing they let us know is that the Jester's float was starting off the parade, something that's different. Normally they'd have the riverboat start off the parade, but... Um, they kind of revamped the Jester's float, made it a little more fancy, added new lighting effects, gave it a paint job. It's a beautiful way to start off the float. And then right after that comes the crew of Dionysus. I don't know. He's like the god of wine, so, yeah, right? Exactly. He's the, yeah, just like Bacchus is the yeah. okay. god of wine. Okay. Dionysus, Dionysus. Greek versus Roman. Okay. Sort of. So, and then, so that's kind of like starting in New Orleans, Louisiana area. That's, that's the start of the parade. And then you get on the flying machines and either the blimps or the hot air balloons or the plane that takes you to India. So you're there. And then from there you jump on the train and that takes you to, to China. And then you get on the ship, apparently sail all the way around the world to Mexico, celebrate day of the dead. And then from there, the riverboat's supposed to be added in. I guess that takes you on a riverboat somewhere in the Gulf of Mexico, I guess. Up it's to, a dangerous trip. To, no, it's it's well, along the Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I would think, but Mexico and the Mississippi don't connect. Well, so, yeah. But, yeah, then you get back there and have the preservation, hall, jazz band, the king, queen, the gator. So that's kind of the 360 full circle around the world. And so that's where it comes into play with the other floats. They're not okay. necessarily themed to it but they had the floats from last year that they really loved like the day of the dead and the india float the china one and they wanted to revamp them again so that's they just how they fit them into this one. theme okay yeah. see I, I was i didn't go last year so when i saw those this year yeah. they were new to me and i thought they were all a part of the theme i thought they had six okay yeah six of those floats were all for this theme it wasn't until i looked at um some of the content from last year saying well, okay something's different oh i, I think it works perfectly and it, they're beautiful um like we said the lighting effects are definitely have been vamped up and now they have like steam being blown out of the the train engine all the time and just lot, lots of different unique things there that, are a lot of effects so in addition to like the beads that they're throwing the floats will just like shoot off confetti yeah, at random moments yeah. um and it gets everywhere but it looks so cool People um, think they're beads. They're trying to catch it. Yeah. yeah. Catch people confetti. are frantic. We should mention yeah. that people are frantic yeah. when they're trying to catch the beads. Oh, and, they, they go nuts. And yeah. I would also say that a lot of people want to be up front to, uh, to you can be up front to see the parade, uh -huh. but people who throw the beads like to throw to the back. I know I do. I like to throw to the people in the back because I can aim to them. Yeah. And I'm not just Only throwing. underhand. Only underhand. Yeah. <laughs> Until you're caught. <laughs> Until you're caught. Um, but there was no shortage of beads. If, if you wanted to collect these, these beads, you could have gone. Oh, absolutely. We saw people leaving. Dozens. Them, you know, just oh, yeah. their yeah. Mr. T type, you know, next. That was their goal. I want yeah, to look at Mr. T when I leave. <laughs> Purple, green, and gold. <laughs> <laughs> I just want gold. Yeah. Um, so then after the parade, yep. they uh, have the concert normally when people don't cancel from illness. Yeah. Um, or marital problems. And then... <laughs> <laughs> So then everybody's just kind of like this big horde to the stage because everyone runs over there. Um, uh, depending, I guess, if it's popular enough, people will kind of skip the parade. And if you go there just oh, for yeah. the concert, they will just go straight there and, and get in line um, to see that. Um, the night we were there, I actually have to look up his name because I didn't know. Thomas Rhett is, is the the country artist that was there while we were, we were there that night. I didn't know who that was. It was one of the smallest crowds I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. at a Mardi Gras he, concert. Uh, 
he did a bunch of covers. Uh, at least we heard three Did he songs. open with like a rap song or it something? It was weird, but he's a country guy. Yeah, I know that. But yeah. He but it was with weird. like a little Wayne or something. I'm not sure what it, it was. was. <laughs> he was channeling his inner Wayne. His little Wayne. His inner Wayne. His inner Wayne. That's weird. <laughs> we all have an inner Wayne, we don't do. we? do. I think we should make that a hashtag. Uh, generally, they have Tear. good artists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, coming up, we have Collective Soul, which I think will get a big, pretty big crowd. I, I, like. don't, I don't know any of their songs. I'm sure I know them if I I know, because my dad that. loves yeah. them. So Growing up, we would also always listen to yeah. them. Foreigners Coming, A Great Big World, Gavin DeGraw. Kelly Rowland will probably bring the biggest yeah. crowd. I oh, mean, absolutely. Destiny's Child. I mean, come on. Weezer's Coming. Who? Leonard Skinner, <laughs> Cool in the Gang. You know them from oh, when you were a kid. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Can't um, wait. I have a shirt. You do, yeah. Cool. So, I mean, there's there's big people coming. Cher Lloyd, The Roots are coming. Sands, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. So, I mean. Uh, and then our favorite, Huey Lewis and the News. I will be there early to get in line on oh, yeah. May 31st. Oh, it's going to be good. It's hip to be a square. Hip to be a square. I'm going to have my buttons, you know, my blazer with, like, the collar turned up and my rolled up sleeves. Just got to go back style. in time. Yeah. Yeah. Remember seeing Kid Rock, Kid Rock perform there. That was something else. I mean, he had a stripper pole on the stage. Come on. I think Huey Lewis will too, uh, <laughs> and he'll be on it. <laughs> uh, the important thing to remember with the concerts too is the crowds that would generally listen to these bands are actually the ones who do come specifically for this. So mm-hmm, if right. you go on the Leonard Skinner night, you're going to see a lot of bikers, a lot of tougher looking people, and. Uh, well, the one year I went to see Leonard Skinner there, they actually had to bring OPD in just to start doing crowd control. Normally, it's just universal workers right. there, but like it got that out of hand that they can control people. So it can, it can get rough. So exactly, that's a, that's a good point to make with families. Is that you take a look at who's playing. I mean, yeah. unless you want to channel your inner Wayne, because I'm sure it changes so much. His inner Wayne, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> heart was a good one. I would like to see Heart. Seeing Heart. Yeah. They, were, they were great. They brought a massive crowd. I'm I sure. couldn't even get close to the stage. I think I was back by um, uh, Shrek okay. watching wow. them. And you told me that um, if it's a really big crowd, sometimes they'll put up screens that show the concerts yeah. in other areas yep. of the park yeah. so that if you can't get close enough to the stage to watch it, they have yep. other areas. Yeah, the last time... I remember seeing that though was for uh, 30 Seconds to Mars before Jared Leto was dressing was... up like a woman. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, got him he won a Golden Globe. I know. So, uh, but no, it, it does happen on bigger acts. I'm sure it was going to happen for Robin Thicke, maybe. I don't know. I, I have um, a feeling it probably would have. Well, he canceled, so we'll never know. We'll never know. I hope he's doing yeah. okay. Me too. But hope his voice is okay. <laughs> He's got the you think it'll bug. come back? <laughs> kind of wrapping up, what I mean, we already talked about your initial thoughts on it as a uh-huh. first timer. Like, are are you excited to go back for other ones specifically for Mardi Gras or just for concerts or? What? Actually, both. Um, so obviously, there are a certain amount of concerts that I want to go see. Uh, like we mentioned, Huey Lewis, I'd love to see. And there are a couple other ones in there that I would go specifically for the concert. Mm-hmm. But I also want to go just for the event. So try the food. I didn't get to try any of the food yet. So I want to try it, see the yellow uh, jambalaya. <laughs> but then try the drinks, you know, just go and have a good time, not worrying about, um, you know, covering anything, just going and having fun. Um, I think that'll, it'll be a different experience. And I think it would it would be nice. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's included in your park admission, so it's not like that's yeah. the thing that is so huge to me. 
It's like that's the biggest plus. It's I mean, the concerts. I mean, these people. That's, that's cool to go to a free concert, and then also there's this other entertainment, the parade, and everything. So you kind of already said that it's a good representation of what Mardi Gras is actually like in New Orleans. But for someone like me who's afraid to actually go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras because I don't want to get shot, stabbed, <laughs> see things inappropriate, oh. it, it, is it like a good substitute? Look, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely a um, it's family friendly, and I think that's an important thing to mention that it's family friend friendly. But so can New Orleans. The New Orleans Mardi Gras can also be family friendly. Just don't. You have to just be smart in New Orleans and where you're going. Just don't go roaming the streets, go down side streets, not knowing where you're going, looking like a tourist. Um, just, so it's, a lot of things you hear, like the the bad stuff about Mardi Gras, it's people roaming the streets at four o'clock in the morning drunk, mm-hmm. not, you know, not knowing How where How do you going. look like a tourist during Mardi Gras? Roaming the streets, drunk, <laughs> <laughs> clueless. What, what do you look like? It's like what? Do you, I, I feel like everyone looks like they're crazy in costumes, so. Yeah, it's just, well, don't wear a hard rock cap. Know where you're going. Know pack. where you're going. Just don't go walking down random dark streets, side streets, and stuff like that. I mean, you have to, you have to be safe. But I think that's anywhere you go. But going back to uh, Universal, it's it's definitely a it's a taste. It's Mardi Gras light, like we said earlier. Mm. It's a taste. It's family friendly. I can bring my kids. Strollers are great. Pushing strollers through Mardi Gras in New Orleans can be tough because mm-hmm. it is packed. So this is a nice um, a nice taste of it. And then go to the real one. Yeah. And well, come find me. I'll throw you beads. <laughs> one day. Under your protection, maybe. <laughs> Under your protection. <laughs> <laughs> you you got fun. guns. <laughs> I don't know if you take them out, but... I don't bring them there. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't got his guns. <laughs> this has gotten weird. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Well, anything else to I'm, say? I'm, I mean, I love it. I love Mardi Gras. I look forward to it every year. I already mm-hmm. said it's probably my favorite parade um it, it it's hard to beat it's just a great atmosphere you don't have to be drinking to have fun there just go and enjoy it and catch some cheap penny beads i guess and also continue your party into city walk yeah go to pat o'brien's later that night make it a whole experience it doesn't have to end right there after the parade or concert go to pato's have yeah. a hurricane or yeah. two or three <laughs> No. <laughs> and then a craft beer at the little booth outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then a margarita at Tantajitos. Yeah, just like the whole the whole round. And then after that, you can just sleep there overnight, so that way you can be first in line to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter the next morning. And then release your inner Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's probably a good place to, uh, to wrap it up. So I guess that's going to be it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Um, you know, if you like what we're doing... Like it on YouTube, subscribe, comment, do all that fun stuff. Write us funny comments. Yeah. We read them. We do. We try to reply, but we're kind of bad at it. But we try. Shaun. 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 Shaun will reply to you. If you get a weird comment from someone <laughs> named Shaun, it's me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Not one week. Yep, two, two weeks. And I don't know what we'll talk about next, but I'm sure something else will happen. But, Are you know. Riding? Aren't you riding on a float? Oh, we yeah. are. Yeah, we are going to ride on a float. I was Saturday. saving that as a big surprise or anything or something. It, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not too big of a surprise, but it's going to be fun. Okay. I'm excited for that. All right. We'll have, uh, I don't know if we'll have video. We'll have something from it. Yeah, we'll at least I be tweeting and yeah. doing photos and stuff from that. That'll be on Saturday the 1st. We'll be on the Mardi Gras float. I forgot about that. 
<laughs> we should have talked That's about kind of a big thing. Well, we didn't really talk about Mardi Gras, so it's hard to remember. <laughs> we were way too busy talking about Robin Thicke. Yeah. I, yeah, apparently, he's getting divorced. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Okay. Well, we'll be back in two weeks for more coverage. Uh, until then, Corey, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Our first do, guest. Do, do I, yeah. Thanks for having me. Do I get my first guest button uh, that I can wear next? We'll time? make one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for watching, everyone. Yeah.